Welcome to a rainy Saturday morning episode number 32. I'm Jeff. I'm Tom. I'm Kim. And John will be joining us shortly whenever he can find his way here to Shea Generette, his uh, new home, and we're here in his... What level is this of this house? Level two of four? or Yes. <laughs> yes, level two of four. Of, of four, all right. Rock so room. one of these split-level, multi-level kind of places. So we've, we found our way into the... To the uh, TV room, I guess we are, and here we are. We're going to talk about the Reds today. Uh, not a lot of good stuff to talk about, but we're going to talk about them and look ahead and try to find some positive. I might have to dig through the couch cushions here to find some positive, but we'll we'll find some. So, so well, how's everybody been? It's been a while. We've been busy. Ken's been moving. I got golf season going on. Um, what our listeners don't know is when we're not on the air, we're texting each other about the Reds. Several times a day, usually. A lot of times, yes. And the the latest uh, debate on our text has been about Jim Riggleman, our manager. And so I think I'm in the minority here. Mr. Jeff and Kim are ready to see see him. Uh, how do you say goodbye in French? Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> and I, and I, I think that's too harsh. I mean, I, I would say, uh, well, I, first of all, I guess I would say, I think every season you look for who's available on the manager market if there's some I don't think I just don't think he bunts enough go ahead I'm sorry (laughs) whatever but I I think the players are still playing hard and I think if you're talking about why the Reds are as bad as they are it's not because of Jim Riggleman it's because their pitching is like third or fourth to last in Major League Baseball well I would agree that that is the big big problem but that doesn't mean it's the only problem I mean what do you think you hear about Riggleman being kind of a in in your face kind of guy and gets after him and so forth. Um, he's quick. He's a quick hook on the mound. Not that I mean, which is really the way baseball is going anyway. But he seems to be quicker than most. I like that. Um, how do you think long term over a couple more seasons that plays with today's major league baseball player? I think it's going in that trend. No, I mean, oh, with the I, I mean, I mean, with being an old school, oh, in your face, my way or the highway kind of guy. I didn't know he was that way. I think he is. I, I think. I think I, I've heard things of uh, read things of um, you know he he is demanding, uh, tells it like it is, which is good, and and I think that team needs this now. But if you start to really develop, that only. You know, how far does that go? Well, we say that yet at the same time, and there's some things we don't know. We don't know who's really pulling the strings. Is it Castellini? Who, right. who, we, we don't know the, the answers to those questions. But but we say what you just said. He's he's quick to make these changes, yet Billy, Billy continued to bat. And like you and I were talking the other day, uh, John texted and said, Billy's up to 241, and we're excited about that. <laughs> but And I told you, when I'm watching the game, we're, we've all sort of hit apathy level lately. We haven't texted as much. And when Billy's at bat, I just hit, okay, fast forward number two or three, and I don't see how he makes an out, but we go to commercial because there was two outs. I just don't know if he struck out or popped up. But we've all come to the agreement that we're okay with him being an eight or nine hitter. Yeah, I but, can be. But I guess my, my point is, 
I don't know where Riggleman really stands because he continues to do things that amazes me. Again, not knowing if it's Castellini or Riggleman. Before it was, okay, Winker's the odd man out. What? And that lasted one day. So someone else overrode. Like we said before we got on the air, three to four days ago, Homer's in the lineup. He's going to continue to be, and it's not like we have superstars knocking at the door ready to pitch. Three or four days later, Homer's out of the rotation. I just don't sense that we really, I I don't have faith in the organization being truthful and and really having a game plan. It's just confusing to me. So fear or not, fear or not, Riggleman is the manager right now. But th- your point, though, is have we found, like, a strategy or a direction for the Reds all season? Where are we going? Where are we headed as a team? Last place. Yeah. Would, would don't, I think we all agree Next year, that, too? I don't know. They may not end up. Would they win last two years, 68 games? It's 60. They're 60 They're right 60 now. right now, and the way things are going, there's no, I mean, I don't. I'm hoping for three more to get to less than 100 Less losses. than 100 losses, yeah, the. The, um, well, we all agree that Orioles the, the offense is positioned well, both at the current squad and the minors. Mm-hmm. It is. It but is. It's like Tom's been saying for months slash years, pitching, pitching, pitching. Oh. So the, the comment was made pre-All-Star game, we're going to go out and we're going to spend some money this offseason. <laughs> what does that mean? Do, that are go? you going to go out and buy Pennington? Goslin, are you going to trade for another Preston Tucker in the form of a pitcher? Are you going to bring back Bronson Arroyo? He was batting practice fodder last year. Remember that? I just don't have faith that, that they're going to do it what mean? it takes. Yeah. Do you think if okay, let's say we swap out pitchers with I don't know, you name it, the Dodgers. How good is this team if we have the Dodgers pitching staff? Are we as good as are we a first place team? Do we contend? I don't. I think. Well, I think there's. Con- I think you're certainly in a wild card race. I do too. With, with something with that kind of a pitching staff, because I, I think too. they can hit. Um, and, um, but I think a lot of there's still a lot of talk out there about the lineup, even though we know pitching is the is the worst biggest problem on this team and has been. <clears throat> and even though we know that. You still hear a lot about lineup talk, and and that's fine. It's part of the team. It still still should be discussed. Um, I just hope that they focus on pitching in the off season and not listen to a whole lot of stuff about the offense. Even though you still have to look at lineup and who's mm-hmm. going to play where, mm-hmm. you still have to pay attention to that. You still have to do some things in that area. Fans and people are going to beat the drum for certain things in the off season and pitching is the one is the drum that we should all be beating not so much and this this drum's going to get beat really how heavy too is where's Nixon Zell going to play mm-hmm. you know that's um, a, but that's, those are good problems that's, those are good yes. problems yeah. and what do we do with Philip Irvin that, right. that's another, that's good, another good problem so that that that's going to be talked about and I just but I hope they care and pay more attention to starting pitching than you know this other stuff just let that happen that that stuff can kind of happen as it a little more naturally a little more like let's just kind of see who plays and who works it out which is what we've been doing with pitching you know who's going to come up who's going to make it who's going to do it it's time to say okay we've tried this these guys aren't making it happen and you know the 
Stevenson, Reed, Romano, Bailey. Now they look they look like bullpen guys more than long term solutions in the starting rotation. Here, so go out and get somebody. Here's my back to my point about the trust. We all just said this is a good problem to have with Irvin, with Scooter, with Sinzel. What yeah. that's a good problem to have. But I still don't have faith that this organization whoever the leadership is really calling the shots, are going to make the right decision. Yeah. Well, here's I, what I think the right decision is. When you have that good problem, mm-hmm. take one of those really good prospects and go get a pitcher. Go get one or two pitchers. All right, let's, let's put rubber to the road. Do you trade Sinzel? I'd trade anyone, any position player. I would trade Vado, him. I, I, if I thought I could get a, a top-end starter, somebody was, who's was really needy in the areas that Sinzel can play, yep. and I thought, and I had a guy who's... Who's who's established and has shown things and he can do Give things. Give me the name I, of a top end starter, Max Scherzer. Is well, that, are we talking that? Well, no, one? you're not going to get Max Scherzer, think. and they can't afford him. But if one or two currently I, on, I, I, you know, um, you know, who did I look at? Who were some free agents coming up? A guy who's, um, you know, late twenties, maybe maybe to something like that. That's. It's shown that he can be a good pitcher. That's why I say starter. I mean, there's a name that would help. me. Well, okay, there's there's names out there. We can come back to that, but okay. But I'm just saying, if I would not have a problem putting Sinzel in a trade like that, I think Scooter has proven that he's got more good years in him. I mean, the guy might win the batting title, and he's you know he he had his little time here in the season where he oh maybe scooter maybe this is the decline of scooter like we jump to those conclusions right the same people who don't want to jump to conclusions on oh this guy's hitting really well, well that's a small sample size but as soon as a guy that you're looking to maybe move or want to do something with starts to have a little dry time all of a sudden sample size doesn't matter anymore you know mm-hmm. it just drives me nuts yeah. you know so where are these declining scooter numbers they're not there um and he doesn't even i mean the other two, the other two guys in the infield are Peraza and Suarez have the most errors in the National League. It ain't, it's not Scooter. So, um, well, here, here's what I would say. I was just looking through the top individual stats in the, in the National League, and you know how they list all the pitchers. So by ERA, guess what? There is not a red pitcher in the top fifty of ERA. No, in the no. top fifty. So Kim. Mm-hmm. A general general answer to your question of who is, how about any of those top fifty <laughs> pitchers that are that are starters? You know, any of those. Uh, we we don't even have a top fifty pitcher on this team. Yeah, it's amazing where we were six years ago with that staff. Yeah, and well, where we are now. Yeah, I mean the the Desclafani and Bailey injuries. I mean, have, have have really wrecked this the plan to a degree because. If you think about it, when they started the rebuild, they said, okay, DiScofani, Bailey are our cornerstones of our rotation. We trust those guys. They can be good major league starters um, for years. To, to really good for several years. And from there, they have been hurt, and it was going to pair those two guys with young guys. Bring them along, figure out these two or three guys that can fill in and, but, and, and get another guy. That's a good strategy. And that's a, that was a good strategy, but the injuries came, and all of a sudden we got Adel- no, Adelman and Wojciechowski and all these guys in the starting rotation having to come up and pitch. 
because that happened. And they didn't feel, I mean, going out and spending money on starting pitchers at that point wasn't going to make a difference because we didn't have a, a, an offense yet that we thought we could win with. And so I think our memories can can be a little short and forget that. That, that was that wasn't a terrible plan. It no, just, no. I, injuries I, happen. I think so that's ne- a good plan is to right. get a couple pitchers to build your team around and then bet on some young guys. Right. right, and so now they've got to go out and get and sign a guy or two, yep. trade for a guy or two. I think there's only one guy I would say is hands-off. And that's Soros. I, I would. Th- I, I don't think you. I don't think you trade him. No, not. But no. anyone else, I think, is fair game. Yeah, not with the contract that they just put him under. Well, look who just walked into the room. John has joined us. So um, now the conversation should really go up and notch. We're gonna jazz it up now. <laughs> John, while you were gone, we decided the Reds' main problem is pit- is hitting. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's why I'm here. That's why he's here to straighten us out. Yeah. Okay, Kim, you ask for some names of pitchers, and you shall receive. Well, names of pitchers, but go ahead and define a little bit better the. the uh... Well, I've got I, I, I called up fan graphs here. Well, to, I, to bring John into the loop, I, you said okay, we we trade a Senzel for a top notch pitcher, and I said top, is top notch. Max Scherzer, and y'all said no. Well, probably so not. We went. At, we said okay, a notch below that. So right. who are the notch below? Let me, below get, let me give you some names of guys who. None of these guys may be available, but it gives you an idea of the type of guys, right? Um, well, you know the Mets. You know things have been thrown around about Degrom. And oh, he, I'd take Degrom. I'd take Degrom in a heartbeat. He's got a one sixty eight right now. You know Chris Sale's not going anywhere. Uh, you ever heard of Blake Snell? Yes. Pitches for the Rays. He's got a 206 this year. Um, Trevor, you know, what? look at the Indians. They got a Trevor Bauer. They got a Corey Kluber. Guys like that. What about Mike Fultonevich for the Braves? He's got a 275. I mean, I don't think the Braves are going to move a guy who's pitching well for them right now because they're in a contending thing. But find a guy. Um, here's a guy I've had my, I think, is a good free agent prospect for the Reds if, if he's interested in leaving Arizona and that's Patrick Corbin. He's got a 301. He's 11 and 5. Uh, Mike Mick, a guy like Mike Mikolas for the Cardinals has got a 306. Now he's he's young or Miles Mikolas. He's young and he you know, he's under their control for a long time. They're not going to get a guy like that. But <clears throat> Charlie Morton um you know Zach Wheeler for the Mets. Uh, Zach Wheeler. You know, um, even these are all what fifteen million dollar kind of players. Could be, could be. You know, I mean, uh, Carlos Carrasco for the Indians. Uh, a Dallas Keuchel is is a free agent this year. Now, he's a little older, but I think there's, you know, Alex Wood for the Dodgers is a pretty good pitcher. So there are guys out there. If the Reds can find a guy. I think they should be looking at these, you know, Kyle Freeland for the Rockies. I mean, he's got a 2.96 ERA for the Rockies. Whoever does so that, back, right? So, so going back, Tom, is there anyone you don't trade? Yeah, I think Suarez is the only hands-off guy. So that would include a Scooter, a yep. Winker, and then any anyone in the minors. Any, anyone in the minors. To include, in fact, especially the minors because they're not proven. We don't know they're going to do anything. Even Senzel, we don't know. To if he's include do our anything. stud young pitcher Hunter Green. Mm, well, he's no, not I, I don't think we have to trade pitchers. I think we got enough yeah, that's hitters. Okay, so we're that we talking trade position for, players. I think we got enough position players we could deal and get somebody. Hunter Green's a good question, though. And I think, <laughs> I think, 
they have to go. They have to look free agency at a guy like Corbin or a Keiko, even though Keiko's a little old for my taste getting there. But there's a, a list of guys that are available that way that are proven and can do it. But I think they also have to look, and I'm sure they're doing this right now, and they're looking at every organization and saying, who do we like there? What do we have that they would need? And try to make a try to find a marriage that's going to work. Here's my biggest fear. You trade a Jonathan India, you trade a Nick Senzel, and they end up being superstars. Yeah, but you, can't, but you can't... I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I agree that a Frank that, Robinson type career. But I think, I think That's the nice. I think the Reds have been guilty of that. They've held on to guys so long sometimes, and then I, I just mean, think look at Turner for the Dodgers. We I'm just thinking of Sinzel. Yeah, I'm just thinking of Sinzel and India top five picks. If I wouldn't trade them both. I, I, I'm just saying I wouldn't want to trade either of them. I said I said a couple of months ago I'd be a horrible GM because I I'm kind of like. You're going to take a, a chance on go. someone or are you going to get a, no, a known co- commodity? Right? That's your choice. Right. You're going to ch- take a chance on India? And pitching is always risky to bring in because of arm problems. But you got to you can't sit you can't stand pat and wait on you know all these prospects to so mature as starting pitchers. So that goes back to my pitchers. comment earlier. What did what did they mean when they the front office said Prior to the All Star break, oh, we are going to spend money this year in the offseason. What I don't does know that what really they mean. mean. I hope it means free agent pitchers, and maybe Agreed. make a trade for a pitcher who's under a contract that maybe isn't so team friendly, but isn't horrible that you're willing to step up and spend. Because right money. now we got another top pick coming up this oh, year. Oh yeah, well, we, right now we're what six or seven? Yeah, we're like the Browns in football. We're just getting all these top picks, so we don't. I mean, sooner or later. But we haven't had an well, O for season, so we're... Well, let me ask this question. Have we run through our cycle of pitchers that are major league ready? Have we or, sifted through them? Do we have any more? Or the guys that we... When you say major league ready, you at least mean the guys who have gotten up there and it's like they're worth it. we right. got to try. Like Stevenson, Reed, you know, all these guys. Have we sifted through them? Molly, and, you know, uh, are, are we done with them? I mean, it has taken us... We've done this for the last two or three years now. Well... Do we think, have any left? I think... Finnegan. Finnegan, yeah. At AAA, maybe not. You know, T- Tony Santion, great couple yes. years, coming up single-double. He's the next guy, I think, that that we haven't seen at the major leagues that everybody wants to see. Can this guy do it at the major league So level? you're giving so up already on, on Molly and... No, I'm not giving you. up. What I'm saying is, is I have... It's taken us two to three years to. We had a plethora of to pitchers, look at all these guys. To look at all of them. Do we know what we've got now? And it, I think it is time to go out and get one or two proven commodities, and then take the best of our group there, like a Castillo and a Molly that we know might have some long-term potential. Those two have done more at the major league level than any of the other guys. Yeah, that's they, true. they've they've hey. shown the most now. I don't know what that means long term for them, but they have shown the most. Or yeah, they could be a three and a four. They've, been, they've had they've had periods of consistency. So who do we let go? You know, we can let go. You know, Jackson Stevens. You let go of Reed. You let go of Austin Bryce. You know, Bob yeah. Steve. Do we yeah. let go of him? Bob Steve may become a really good closer. He's got stuff. Yeah. You know, maybe Homer can be a good guy out of the bullpen. Even I mean, with some of the limited stuff he can do. Throw an inning. I mean, how many times has he's had a, a good inning or two and then 
things fall apart for him. I just don't think he can do it long over several innings anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we have a, a good group of bats, potential bats coming up that we can trade for one or two proven pitching commodities to really put us over the top with our. We've got right and now. we've got we've got catching depth in the minors. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Tyler Stevenson yeah. is a guy that could be high draft pick. I like him a lot, but they've got Barnhart for a few years, and Barnhart seems sturdy and steady. And mm-hmm. there's, all, there's always people. It stays, stays yeah more than a lot of catchers and. And Stevenson is a guy that could get somebody's attention. Solly's still hitting 300. Yeah. yeah. You know, and there's other guys. And then there's this guy they got from the Dodgers who hit 36 home runs in Daytona this year. Plays, you know, was he play first base, I think? Isabel, Ibendale Isabel. He hit a home run the other night. What's his name? Ibendale Isabel. That's right. He just plays for the Daytona Tortugas. Yeah, and he hit a home run the other night in a playoff game and won a game for him. So, yeah. I mean... I don't know. He might be the next Willie Mopena, but he might also be the next Frank Robinson, as you mentioned earlier. Yeah, you can't so. be afraid of the Edwin Encarnacion's. Right. You can't be afraid of trading away stuff like that if they're going to blossom. We have to get. We we we. You got to you got to take the next step that's in front of you that helps yeah. make you better now, or we're going to be in this constant. I mean, the Reds now have clinched their twelfth losing season in fifteen years. Matched only dubiously by the Pirates. Nobody else has been that bad in the last fifteen. That many losing seasons in the last fifteen years. And that goes back to my comment earlier about not having faith in the front office. You just said that, and the Reds front office this past seven days have talked about the winning culture. Yeah, what winning culture? (laughs) The Riggleman winning culture. There is no winning culture. The Castellini winning culture. I don't know. There is no winning culture. You can't have a winning culture when you lose. But well, that's all of our. You can point. you that's, can try to pursue it, but you can't. You're not a winning culture. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, no, no, I you're get fired fine. Up. I just that's our point. They had a good momentum. They didn't. We get to within nine games. Uh, we got nine games under 500. Right before the All Star. And everyone was healthy. Things were looking good, and then the injuries took off, and then you just back to the same old well, Reds. Pitchers got tired. Yeah, and you know Castillo's had. Not the type of year that I'd hoped he had. The second half, he's been better, but he's not anywhere consistent. So I'm just, you know, you'll have Disco next year. You'll have Castillo. You'll have Molly. Who else? I think if you go out and get two proven guys and put them with those three. That's not a bad staff. It's not yeah. a bad staff. It, it could become a middle-of-the-league kind of staff. Could be. No guarantees with anything, especially pitching. Amir Garrett has shown he's not a starter. No. No, but we need, he, he's shown that he, he does have – you put him in for an inning. An inning know, or so. A lefty in the bullpen is yeah. really valuable. Yep. I think we have a the, the uh, skeleton of a, of a decent bullpen. Um, Agreed. When we're healthy. Yeah. yeah. Are there bullpen ranks? I mean, can, can we see the rank of a – Yeah, just keep talking. I'll see what I can find. <laughs> Um, but so what else? Uh, I, I know something I wanted to mention. It, it was mentioned earlier about Billy Centerfield, and if if we're to believe reports last year, the Reds seriously shopped him around in yeah, the offseason. Especially off the Giants, remember? I fully expect them to really try to move him this offseason. Billy? Yeah, I really do. 
I mean, can Phil, you know, can Philip Urban play center field? I mean, he made a nice diving catch last night, but I have, but I haven't got to see enough of him lately. I mean, with my golf team playing almost every night of the week, you know, I don't get to see much ball lately. But is that is that have you guys seen enough of him? Can he play? I mean, he struggled. I know when he first came up, his he couldn't hit a cutoff man, save his life. But this, can he go get the ball out there? Well, well I did notice last night there were a couple of balls in center field that he missed by, not missed, but couldn't get to by like a step, and I couldn't help but think. Was he playing left last night? He's yes. playing left. I Mason was in center field. That's yeah. right. And, and uh, you know, there is a difference when Billy's not out there. Right. And they were key times of the ball, ball game, too. Right. But, uh, you know, put Urban in left field. He's not going to be worse than... And the other left fielders. I mean, I mean, do do we've already seen with quality fielders, you know, would would we ever miss a Cozart and a BP uh, Brandon in the middle with Billy in center? I mean, that's the best mm-hmm. uh, up the middle defense you can have. And do we miss that? I mean, if we say yes, we we miss it, then we got to keep Billy. Um, and Billy is the one commodity that can change the face of a game with... Well, here's my th- comment on that. Trade, go ahead and get rid of him because you got Taylor Trammell who's going to be up there sometime late next year probably. And I think he's our future center fielder unless you trade him for a pitcher. Well, the Reds uh, uh, defensively are seventh in the National League in fielding, so have they missed them? Well, they're still pretty good fielding. What were we, not number two last year? I really don't know, yeah. What about last year? Oh, look at this. Yeah. I can do that. 2017 regular season. Last year, we were third. Third and one. from third and fielding. So we went from third to seventh. Yeah. You had Cozart out there. Well, what percentage of somebody, these questions get raised, what percentage of success is based on hitting, pitching, fielding, base running? You yeah, know, that would be interesting. You know, what what percentage of your success is based on, it's a hard thing to quantify, Yeah. but... I have to feel in the way the game is played today, fielding and base running are less important less than they important. used to be. There's not as many balls to field. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just not. I think the shift, you can hide a scooter in a shift, um, and people don't run like they used to. I think Billy isn't running even like he used to mm-hmm. this year. And, his on base is with at least a career average, I think. I don't know, but I'd have to look that up. But I think those things mean a little less. And that's even if there's a people saying, oh, well, you know, baseball's getting boring. We need to go back the other ways. Well, that doesn't mean that's going to happen. And you got to go with, you got to make difficult, tough decisions for that. So here's an interesting stat. Billy. 2016, the Reds were second to last in pitching. 17, they were last in pitching. What do you think they are this year? They're last. In what, what defined by ERA. by ERA? This year, they're second to last. Who's worse? Marlins. Miami Marlins. I mean, even the Orioles have better pitching than us, and they've lost a hundred games. <laughs> so, so really, that's no excuse for a, a front office. Yeah. Three years in a row to be last or second to last in pitching? Really? Three years? And, and you know, that's us sifting through our talent, trying to find something. 
and and we don't have anything. Yeah. So Billy's been over 50 stolen bases the last four years. This year he has 29. Um, his career OBP is 298, and his OBP this year is 298. Yep. So mm-hmm. I was I knew it was close because I'd looked at it a while back. I didn't know. I was and there. that's just not acceptable. No, it's not. <laughs> Not he shouldn't be batting leadoff. Did Shebler bat leadoff last night? Yes. Yeah. What did he do last night? The grand slam. Ah. <laughs> Just what you want your leadoff hitter to do. Yeah, little hearts. <laughs> little hearts started flying out my chest. But he didn't go over the PNC sign last well, night. Well, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. That was a mammoth shot. He, he was a little rusty coming back off the yes. DL, even after the rehab. But he looks like the guy that we th- he was looking like we can earlier. Keep him I, healthy. We can keep Winker healthy. Yeah. Right. Our bats, when we're healthy, we have the bats. Yeah, no and I, honestly, Irvin's stepped in and done really well. It's only going to get um, better. And I don't, I don't, you know, Joey, I don't know where Joey's career goes after this year. That'll be interesting. The power is a, the power um, decrease is, is concerning, but. Peraza's got to be the most improved player. Yeah, the it could yeah. be. I mean, Joey's battled some knee stuff all year, maybe. Suarez is coming in. Oh his own. yeah, yeah. Coming a superstar. Yeah. I mean, the thing about Peraza that's really impressive is he is hard to strike out. He used to be, did he? No. I mean, well, I don't. You get no. the bat on the ball, you have a chance. If you don't, you. So, Peraza, yeah. Yeah, he. Um, you know, and he he still doesn't walk a lot. But it's better than but it was. It's better than it was. And so you, we have to be okay with that. I mean, yeah, he leads the leads the league in errors, but it's the first full season playing shortstop in the major leagues. Yeah, I think Derek Jeter had a couple years like that when he was young, high error seasons. Um, so seems to it's me, not it's not anything to give up on. Seems to me Suarez has more errors. This he does. Year. They actually those two actually have the most errors in the National League. Yeah, eighteen and eight. And we're still no seven. overall eighteen and sixteen. Wow, and we're still seventh, and so that's not bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So batting leaders, if I look that up here, I'm interested in where Peraza is. He strikes out at a lower percentage than anybody in the National League. Peraza, ten point five percent. Marquez at eleven. This one will surprise you. Jason Hayward, who struck out like crazy hmm. for a few years, figured out his swing. Really? 11.5. Rizzo, 11.8. Then it's Posey, Zobrist, uh, or the uh, Inciarte, Marte, Miguel Rojas, who's a young guy with the with the uh, Marlins. Michael Franco for the Phillies, 13.6. But he's the, you know, there's only five guys in the league under 12%, and he's he's one of them. His WRC plus is only ninety six, which is a little below league. Kim average. was asking about that earlier. Yeah, I'm sure he was. I'm sure he was. His walk percentage is only four point eight percent. So you'd like to see that up around ten. Um, and but it's better than I think it has. And maybe been. that's the jump for next year. Yeah, maybe. You know, we that's... haven't said, boy, we miss Cozart. No, mm-hmm. no, we haven't. Not 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 in an offensive way. I mean, who would have thought? You know, he's hitting 289. His OBP is 329, which is typically around average, um, and and that's really buoyed by his batting average. So, if he becomes a guy who walks a little more and keeps hitting 10, 12 home runs, something like that, you know, and can shore up his defense. Now he's a guy who also could become a center fielder, 
but who's going to play shortstop? Jeanette can't play shortstop. I don't think he moves Suarez after this year. He's been at third base too long. Senzel, shortstop experiment apparently didn't work. I don't know. So Kim and I the other day at lunch, he said, this was almost a year to the day where I predicted lineup and rotation for this year, so he had me do it again. And um, you want to call that up? And we'll see what kind of agreement or disagreement we have on this. Um, we didn't. We picked okay. the players at positions. I didn't really do a batting you order. You want to do pitchers real quick? Yeah, do the rotation. <clears throat> so, opening day for uh, opening day starting five for this year we're in now. Had Bailey, Castillo, Bob, Steve, Molly, and Romano. So that's four for five. Uh, for next year, we say Castillo. Molly, Disco, and two additions. I would agree with that. Lineups. Now, last year we had a new order, but lineups, everyday player. <clears throat> Winker, Peraza, Vado, Duval, Suarez, Senzel, Hamilton, Barnhart. For next year, and we started out at catcher position. Was it two, three, four? Barnhart, Vado, Jeanette, Peraza, Suarez, Winker, Irvin, and or an addition in center field, and Shebs and right, with a little heart next to Shebs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's that's my thoughts. Any, Interesting. We had Sinzel's name there last for but, starting this year, but not next year. And you year, questioned me. It's on understandable. That. It's understandable with the injury and what have you. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. You think um, he'll do another year in AAA? Well, year? I don't know that he'll do good. another year. He'll either go somewhere else, they'll trade him. He'll either m- make the team as an extra, as a bench guy, or they'll start him in AAA and then try to figure it out. I don't know. I mean, you figure, um, I don't know when he's going to be healthy to resume. Has he resumed any kind of activity? I think he's been doing, uh, uh, not full uh, full blown, but yeah. Like baseball if stuff. If I'm not mistaken, not yes, he has out. been. You know, I don't know what they try to do with him. You know, just watching Jeanette throw the ball hurts. You know how he gets that ball and he always comes around, takes an extra step to the left. It comes like he's a submarine style to, to, to uh, you know, lessen the pressure on his shoulder. But yeah, he's got an off season. But you know, we could get some really good news out of the winter meetings too. If he, if he becomes a DH, your Zell at second, Jeanette is the DH. That's my that's my oh that's my, my addendum. That's my addendum to this list. If we get the DH out of the winter meetings. Lord help us. That's addition, right? <laughs> There'll be a, no more bunts in baseball ever if that happens. No. Riggleman will still bunt. Riggleman will still bunt. <laughs> bunt number three hitter. And, but in all fairness, last night, I didn't see it, but Irvin had a perfect suicide squeeze bunt. Well, I don't have a problem and, with that. And he made it safe to first because yeah, no one covered the base. No one covered. I got no problem with that kind of play. It's, it's putting... A First good hitter second, up there. No outs and moving And moving a guy over well, and giving up an out. more bunts against the shift. <laughs> well, that's true. I wouldn't mind that. If you're going to shift on me, I'm, I'm buttoning it. And, you know, you guys do I, 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 Yeah. And Scooter's done that. Yeah. Votto does a little partial swing. Yeah. That's all Votto does is a little partial swing. I know. I know. That's frustrating. So <laughs> I think that the Reds are going to have to also increase their payroll. From 100, so they're at $100 million now. Fifty million of it is two guys, Homer and Votto. So if you're going to go get a couple pitchers, 
we're not losing that Votto and Homer salary. We're stuck with that. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to go up 125 or something like that. Which, will they do that? And even 125 is not that much. Yeah, that's only a pitcher no. and a half. No. Yeah. No. And it, what's the team worth? What, 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 what's Forbes or whoever says the Reds are worth? Have you seen those kind of numbers? I'll do that. Half a billion? Yeah, or no, more than that. Yeah, but it's always a, a multiple of the revenue. Right. Reds net worth in April 11th this year uh, said the Reds are worth $1.01 billion. Ah, we've got plenty of revenue. No, no. <laughs> that probably means their revenues every year are $200 million, $250 million or something like that. Is that how you figure that? It's you, well, it's a multiple of your revenue. That's how you come up with valuation of a, of a company. All right. So different companies are different valuations. There you go. Major League teams, in, in, in one sense, even though they're, and sports teams in general, even though they're seen, everybody knows who they are, they're not really big business, right? It's a small business. It's a small business, really, in, in, the, in the grand scheme of things. Oh, yeah. it's, they're not... We get the we have this sense that they are because the players make so much money, and and everybody knows who they are, and they're very public. But they're not they're not Microsoft and all that kind oh, of stuff. I mean, uh, the company I that. work for, LexisNexis, is probably eight times as big as the Reds. Yeah, just to give you context. Also, you must be making like a couple hundred yeah. million. Yeah, <laughs> I have that same contract that Homer got. Yeah. <laughs> We like you. <laughs> yeah, that's why, that's why you buy. That's why you drive Clifford the big red that's truck. Right. <laughs> Clifford the big red truck. <laughs> when are you going to get like a number uh, on, this, on, on, door. on the door? Number five. Number five. Wow, on the that's door. already taken, isn't it? You can't take that number, Tom. It's it's retired. Yeah, but you could put it on the side of your truck. Number yeah. five. Good job. Why don't you go with a Brandon Phillips zero? <laughs> My IQ. So this is episode thirty-two. Famous Reds at War number thirty-two. Oh, I, I got it pulled up. Did you already do oh. it? Did you pull it up? Yeah. Currently is Matt Harvey, Jay Bruce, our current pitching coach. Hmm. Danny Graves. He's not pitching coach. Freddie Norman. I remembered him. Did y'all know that we had Mike Cuellar? Mike Cuellar pitched for the Reds at one time? 1959. Really? Do you Joel guys know who Osteen's Mike Cuellar is? Joel father pitched for the Reds. Isn't that his father, Claude? I had no idea. I don't think so. His dad pitched for the Astros for many years. No, he's a Dodger, too. Claude Osteen. I didn't... I don't think that's his dad. I, if that's true, I didn't know that. Tom Browning? Was he 32? Yes. Mr. Perfect? He was. As he is known. It said Danny Graves. Stuart Turner, y'all remember him? He's a catcher. He was a couple years ago, last year. Who else? Mike Cuellar. Cuellar, he was on that great Orioles staff. How do you find this? Is there Some baseball reference. Huh? Bob Shirley, y'all remember Bob Shirley, the lefty? Yeah, he pitched for like a... He was a Padre probably, too. Milt Pappas. Milt Pappas, wasn't he the... Frank Robinson trade. Maybe. Harvey Haddocks. He's a local guy. How about Steve Carlton? 
Number 32? Yeah, but It'd be nice if we'd have that. It'd be nice if we'd pitch for the Reds. Who could forget Peaches Davis? <laughs> that sounds like ages ago. What about Mr. Jay Bruce? Yep. Jay Bruce, there you go. How about Kajana Carter or Rudy Johnson? <laughs> oh, wait. Wrong season. Kajana Carter. OJ oh, right season. OJ Simpson. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh my God. A lot of 32 running backs. A lot yeah. of 32s. Jim, Jim Brown was 32 also, yeah. wasn't he? David Fulcher, 33. Wow. All right, yes. December 9, 1965, the Orioles. No, I'm sorry. That's the wrong. That's the wrong one. Yeah, no, no, that's right. I didn't need to do on this 1965, one. traded by the Baltimore Orioles with Milt Pappas, Jack Baldshun and Dick Simpson to the Reds for Frank Robinson. And they said he was an he's an old thirty or something. Yeah, whatever age he was, <laughs> that's what uh, it was. Dewitt, the owner then, and then they traded Pappas to the Braves with two other guys for Clay Carroll, Tony Conninger, and Woody Woodward. So that was a that trade worked out a lot better for the Reds, but yeah. And didn't they end up trading Woody Woodward for George Foster? I think so. Pretty sure. Um, so, okay. Any other last thoughts on on our dear Red Legs? Well, season's going to end, and we're going to they're going to see about the managerial position. Are, I know Tom and I did not want to see Larkin as manager. No. I don't think that's a good move, but I mean, who knows? But I don't think it. I don't think it's the right. I think he's an old. I think he's a old school, doesn't believe in analytics too much kind of guy. And I read Joe Girardi is probably not coming to the Reds. I don't know if they pursued him or not, or made any sort of uh, you know vibes out there to yeah, his agent. I don't right. know. But I, uh, whatever, whoever it is you hire, hire them. You know, within a relatively short amount of time after the season ends and. Start moving. I agree. I agree. And let the free agency begin and yep. go get somebody. And be aggressive on the trade front. And this team should look different next year. Um, however that however that works out. So that line, like Sam, the lineup I said, that's with who we have. I mean, I could see a number, any one of those guys going in a deal that I gave you on that list, you know, if, not any of them, but I mean, Votto's, okay. Votto's not going anywhere, and I don't think Scooter. I really don't think Scooter's going anywhere. Prediction as as, from you: Will we have a DH in the National League in the next three years? My hope is yes, and I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on my hope and say yes. Don't, no, because the commissioner, commissioner says things are good the way they are. Well, oh, oh, oh. what's he, he? What's he know? He. <laughs> He doesn't. He he's the commissioner, but he uh, the owners get, other people get to make that decision. I think. I don't think that's his decision to make, is it? It's going to be an ownership. I don't know how they make those kind of decisions. They have a competition committee, competition committee and that's 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 an owners that's committee. Joe Tory doesn't he run that or? And that's a, I think that's an owners committee, and the owners are going to. I would think you'd have to have a vote. Yeah, you got to have a vote for something like that, and and so. Because um, for owners, I think they vote for it because they want. More hitting because it's more fun of a game. The owners, I think, would vote for it. It's come up too because of pitcher injuries is another reason it's it's come up. 
the DH sort of has got got gained some new life for the National League. I don't remember the stats. I read it somewhere, but there's a definite difference in the amount of injuries among National League relievers versus American League relievers. Otani. That's one guy. Why? Relievers? Why would there be a difference? Relievers don't hit. They get in the National League. They get up and down more. Lorenzen. National because National League relievers get up and down more in the bullpen. Get oh, hot and cold more often because of different huh. changes that you may or may not make. Versus the American League, it's a little more straightforward. We're we're going to relieve this guy. We're going to you know. We, Interesting. So that's that's part of the blame. Huh. And it's a significant. It's not like. 25 more percent, but it's a it's not like within a little margin of error number either. It's 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 statistically, it's, it's, relevant. It's statistically relevant number, and I don't remember what it is. I wish I did, but I don't. But that's another thing I heard. So, um, and the fact is, and pitching batting average is down, uh, it's like 138 or something. What was that number I sent you guys a while back? Mm-hmm. And then you guys thought, everybody thought, well, the Reds are batting average pitchers is probably 170. That's right. And it's like 100. It's worse than everybody because you thought, well, Lorenzen, but then Lorenzen was hitting 400 for a while, but now he's hitting like 230. You know, he struck out a few times, and and then he hit that crazy home run. Right. When, another reason when, not when, to when, bunt. Another reason not to <laughs> bunt. You might take one in the chops. <laughs> Because he just about did. He did, and then he turned around and hit one out, which is he's. And he, don't forget, he's, we lost that game. He's the anomaly. I mean, he's he's a di- yeah. We lost that game anyway. Which, hit a, hit yeah, a, yeah. So right. they just look most of the time. They just look so bad up there. They just sure do. They do. It's just horrible. It's not Hunter Green might not. And bad. Then let Hunter Green bat if you want to. So anyway, enough of that. We've been down that. Road before, and I'm right, and you guys will sometime, <laughs> someday get on board, but you know, until you do. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to my projected lineup next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right after Labor Day. So, all right. Anything else? Wrap it up. Watch a little football today. All right. We'll do that. Well, until next time, uh, we will be back. Probably postseason, I would say at this point, and see if the Reds have won at least 70 games. I don't know if they can get there. They'd need to win 10 more. Doesn't look good, although Homer's out of the starting rotation. So there's at least two games we had, three games maybe we have a better chance to win. Mm-hmm. So who knows about that? We'll talk more about the season that was, and maybe there'll be some new news. Of Rumors going on out there about managers and trades and free agents, and maybe the maybe some stuff will start to percolate on that front. So, until then, not that it'll do a whole lot of good, but go Reds! Go Reds! Go Reds.